Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey guys, and welcome to Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast. Now here's your hosts, Stocks and Sparks. At the timer, there will be 209 days left till the NFL. LOL! (laughs) Welcome back to Five Yard Rush, guys. We've got one and a half members of the crew here today, because Sparky is nursing a serious case of the man flu, so if... How do I sound? If he sounds awful, (laughs) apologies, but... We're also a bit discombobulated with timings on the week because it's Saturday afternoon. <laughs> he didn't feel up to it during the week, so rather than just hearing my dull voice for 45 minutes, we waited until he was at least rosterable. Something like that. So he's here, he's made it. and I'd have benched me personally. Well, I didn't, there wasn't anyone to bring off the bench, that, that was, the, <laughs> that was uh, the weak point. My honesty. But he's back, we're here. We're doing it. Don't forget to support the show, guys. You download us on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Get in touch on social media, Twitter and Insta, it's at Five Yard Rush. I'm sure you're well aware by now. Yeah. How was the Super Bowl? I can't believe the Patriots won. What a shame. What a shame. No, what? it was a fantastic game, though, wasn't it? Oh, what a game. Unbelievable. As soon as it started, it was you knew it was going to be good. First play, yeah. Nick Foles threw it. Was a bit concerned they were going to take it simple with him and run it through the Patriots' throat, but they didn't. He threw it. Yeah, they... we said before it started. As long as he turned up, it'd be a great game, and he didn't uh, get lost on the occasion. And, and he, he didn't. didn't. Yeah, they. Uh, it was pretty much 
pure offense, really. Yeah, that should be. And it just, yeah, up and down the field. It wasn't a lot of defense until the very last, well, play it really bad. But it, it was a good occasion. Well, I mean, did you see the half-time thing with Justin Timberlake? Not really. Not really bothered. I was, there was a concern that that might upset the fa- Falcons, the uh, Eagles, sorry, and the extra extended half-time break with Justin Timberlake. But I made myself some cheese and biscuits during that, but I wasn't too bothered about watching it. Wow. But Tom Brady was pretty much as good as he could have been without winning. Yeah. Although I've seen some people on social media this week say that uh, he had two chances to win the game for New England in the last the last two minutes, yeah. and he blew it, and that's why he's not the greatest of all time. Uh, no. Yeah, well, it's hard to argue that he isn't, if you ask me. He's pretty good. I mean, he he, he was first person to go past 10,000 years in the postseason. He is. Big, I think there was the most yards of a total Super Bowl this year. Yeah. In the first three quarters. and, and So we've got his stats here. Uh, that is 505 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's uh, one hell of an effort. I, I don't... Yeah. I mean, he was on, with the strip sack at the end. It, it was just a great play by the defensive player. And yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, he's not really accountable for that. No. We, one sack in the entire game it happens to be a strip sack. It's yeah. pretty harsh. Otherwise, he had a good game. Took him a whole half to work out that he could throw to Gronkowski for the win. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. And I think, yeah, Gronk went absolutely mental in the second quarter. Something like a hundred... Second half, yeah. Sorry, second half, yeah. I can find his stats somewhere, but we don't need to. It was... It's all in the books now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with the Nick Foles trick play. Yeah, we better talk about that, haven't we? The Philly special. Yeah, the Philly special. I I don't know. For those of you that haven't seen it, Nick Foles... You have to have seen it by now. I'm sorry. If you're a fan of NFL, you would have seen this by now. It was interesting. Nick Foles made his way along the defensive end of the defensive line as if he was talking to someone. They snapped the ball straight to Corey Clement, I think, yep. who ran left, um, and then sort of, sort of like a halfback toss to Trey Burton, the, yeah, who flick, was yeah. running the other way, and he threw his first ever NFL pass to a wide open Nick Foles in the end zone. Yeah, all the defence scratching their heads around it. It was like it was something out of uh, Mr. Coach Klein's playbook. It was. I mean, Doug Peterson, probably the greatest coaching performance in the Super Bowl I've certainly seen. It was unreal. It just had absolutely no fear going it on fourth and one, fourth and two, yep. not taking the three points. It was it was incredible. Nick Foles was pretty good. I mean, obviously, he's the backup. Doug Peterson's already come out and said, we expect Carson Wentz, well, it is Carson Wentz's backfield. I saw as well yesterday mm-hmm. that their combined salary is less than $10 million a year. What, him and Wentz? Yep. That's pretty cheap. And I know they've got them lots of... <laughs> Philly have got most of their players locked up for long term as well. Yeah, like they well, just signed Alshon Jeffrey to a five-year deal. So, so they look pretty set. Yeah, they could be, could be a real special team. Uh, the only thing that will change this slightly, I suppose, is if one of the quarterbacks wants the wants guaranteed playing time, if he's going to stick with Wentz, well, I don't think would they would... Foles leave? No, no. But, uh, Nick Foles, by his own admission, hasn't had a good career. You know, he's bounced around the NFL. He had one good season with Philly in 2013, I think, and then went to the Rams. But then that was at the time Jeff Fisher was there and even Jeff Fisher managed to make Todd Gurley look terrible. So came back on a prove-it, not prove-it deal, but just a backup with the Eagles. Turned out to be the perfect backup. I think he's quite happy to sit there under the and be Fair the backup enough. to Carson Wentz. One interesting fact is that the Eagles quarterback coach has now been... Stated as Minnesota's offensive coach, I think. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of. Well, we know 
there's a few sides desperate for reliable quarterbacks. Just saying, if one of those got an offer, they couldn't turn down. Uh, I suppose they're both cheap as well. I don't know what, what I mean, Carson yeah. Wentz's deal is with his contract. Well, he's still in his rookie bit, isn't he? So. Yeah, it's his third year next year, so I don't know when he was drafted, but I imagine he's either got a year or two left. And wasn't he drafted early, Wentz, as well? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I'm just a rookie, remember? Yeah, that's true. I'm not. I'm just... This is poor. <laughs> But scoring-wise, it was pretty consistent throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, it was the first time the Patriots had ever scored points in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. Oh. So you could get, I think it was 20 to 1 for both teams to score points in each quarter at the bookies, which seems massively long for a a game with such full firepower. But my boy Zach Ertz was pretty good. He uh, caught a go-ahead touchdown from five yards out. There was some controversy. Yeah, it was a bit, wasn't there? um, As soon as it happened... He took several steps and then dived into the end zone, which made him a runner, not a receiver. And it was pretty obvious. I mean, they didn't need to go to the didn't need to go to the depths of the video refs and stuff. I don't think to make sure he wasn't a receiver because he clearly caught it outside of the end zone. Yeah, he was pretty good. One thing I did see this week as well. Yep, on that uh, kind of general area. Yeah, the the rule makers of the league name escapes me, but this guy said. They're going to be looking at the passing, uh, the catching rule as a whole this week uh, over the next few weeks. Yeah, it's a good idea because uh, everyone is saying it's just so amazingly overcomplicated. Yeah, uh, it doesn't need to be this difficult. It needs to be symboled down so stuff can get on quicker, speed the game up. Yeah, talked about Gronkowski earlier. Sorry, uh, he had one reception in the first half for not many yards. Then he had finished up with nine for six hundred and sixteen and two touchdowns. There you go. Caught 15 of his 25 targets. They shut him down in the first half. Jalen, not Jalen Mills. Sorry, Mills, the safety for the Eagles was pretty good covering him. When you see the size difference, yeah. his second touchdown on a backcourt of fade in the end zone was absolutely ridiculous. Ronald Darby is a pretty good corner, but he's got a foot and a half on 100 pounds on yeah. the ladder. It just not squashed fair. him like just a bug. Um, on Gronkowski. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk in the media this week that he might call it a day and go into acting. He has been in several films, I've seen. Yeah. I mean, he must be worried long-term about the injuries and the toll on his body. Absolutely. But he's, he's only 20, was 28, 28, 29. Yeah, he's, 28. Yeah. He's, he's in his ninth season. He's definitely... But everything... There's nothing to suggest that his form is drip, dropping off. And he has won everything, though. That's the thing. He yeah, doesn't but, need to do it anymore, does he? Well, no, Just for the love of the game. Which is fair enough. Yeah. I mean... This year he played 14 games. Last year he played eight, but he had an injury, obviously. He's only had two seasons where he's played a whole season. That was 2010-2011. His yardage is pretty average for this year. Touchdowns is less than his good years. Of course, 2011, 17 touchdowns. Yeah, that's a year. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, wow. But, well, if he does retire, it'll be the game's loss. Uh, Absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see what Brady does without Gronkowski. It was... I think last week we reported, well, we didn't report it, but we mentioned that Josh McDaniels was going to the Colts. Yeah. Turns out he's not. Well, he kind of did. <laughs> yeah, he did all bar, got, si- yeah. all bar signing on the piece of paper. And we've got all these coaches there as well. Yeah, that's, that's a bit Ooh. of a bummer. Taking all the assistant coaches have been hired, presuming Josh McDaniels is there. He sold them down a the river. Yeah. I take it he's been promised the Patriots job. There can't be many other reasons why he would stay. Yeah. Well, better check... Well, Belichick could could resi- retire, resign, retire this off season, next off season. I think his and Brady's future lay hand in hand. Personally, 
Yeah, especially with um, oh, what's his what's his face, Matt Patricia, yep. going to the Detroit Lions. If they'd have lost him and Josh McCown, not Josh McCown, Josh McDaniel, sorry, then it would have been that's a huge, huge uh, coaching loss. change. Yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see what happened there. Obviously, McDaniel's is staying. Have you seen a little side note on Patricia? Have you seen he shaved his beard? Really? Yeah. You know he had the massive. Yeah, yeah. He's now a rhododendron. He looked like, like something out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he's now like. Got an office beard, like probably like mine, like a short, sensible beard. Ooh. I haven't seen pictures. I've just fair enough heard about it. But yeah, weird. Well, that makes the news these days, is it? Well, oh. I mean, if you manage to hire him with that beard, it's like yeah, true. You've got a different man. Fair enough. Well, I've got some bits for the news. If we, yeah, I think that's we're done with the Super Bowl. I think so. Same time next year, eh? Right. So, 700,000 people welcomed the Eagles home, their homecoming parade. Wow. And uh, one special mention to Doug Pedersen for a one-handed beer catch. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've not seen that. the coach. That was pretty good. Wow. Yeah, you got to check that out. That was pretty good. Uh, what else has been going on? So, well, the Eagles win was their first ever Super Bowl. Yep. Which leads us to the NFL East. It's the first division that has a winner. Not all four teams are winners of the Super Bowl. The Cowboys are in that, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they, they are. Who do, else? Do you have the list in front of you? I do. Uh, I, I don't know. You don't know? Uh, I should know. No, I don't. So it's the Eagles, the Giants, the Redskins. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Redskins. But anyway, I didn't. There you go. Uh, Isn't that the best division in the NFL then? Well, it's the only division with... A complete set. Yeah, a complete set. So you, we would have to argue that. Interesting. Depends If the Giants don't get 30 injuries, <laughs> maybe... We'll see. We'll see on that. What else we got? Oh, Carson Wentz got engaged. Yeah, I saw that. Looked pretty nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Another ring. Yeah. <laughs> Two in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Done the Josh McDaniels stuff. What else is going on? Oh, the Rams. Should we talk about Rams? Yeah. They've collected three awards this week. You know what they are? Todd Gurley. Yep. Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. Sean McVay, Coach of the Year. Yep. I'm struggling with a third. Should I get it? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, don't know. Oh, no. defensive player yes. of the year. I love a defensive player. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yeah. There you go. Aaron Donald. What an so, idiot. <laughs> could be. Well, with a side like that, that, that is foundation to build. Absolutely. All young as well. And if you say on paper they look like reasonable challengers next year, depending on what they do in the off-season, of course, mm-hmm. who who made the off-season this year that you think would be are going to be surpassed by some of these up-and-coming sides? Um... So who do I think is going to be good next year? Yeah, or and it's not. Yeah, a few. We know a few sides are really trying to build, push to be, you know, adventurous, spend a lot of money. Yeah, but that has to be at the expense of another side. Are there any sides that should really be looking over their shoulder that made the playoffs? Uh, Titans. Mm, no, I think they'll have a good season this coming season. They were pretty boring this season, but they've got lots of good pieces. Who made the playoffs that should be worried? I mean, obviously, if Bell moves on from Pittsburgh, that's a big loss. Yeah, very true. He has said he'd go to the New York Jets for $100 million, which... What a mercenary. Yeah. I'd do it for half. <laughs> I'm not sure you've got half his production, though. Give it a damn good go for half of that. I can't think of anyone who made the playoffs that should be worried. I so, mean, So just to say, you know, 
the Seahawks didn't make it this year. Yeah. And the you know the massive project at the Raiders. Uh, yeah, but that could fall flat on its face. Oh, of course it could. But it could also you know could also work out really well. Yeah, I think uh, teams for me to look out for next year, the Redskins are definitely one. I know they've just lost one of their good corners to Kansas in the Alex Smith trade, um, but they've got a really good offensive line, a good defensive line. They've got a really good corner in Josh Norman. They've got really good running backs uh, with Rob Kelly, Samaj P. Ryan, and Chris Thompson. I mean, you can't forget him. When he was on the field this year, he looked pure quality. Whether they keep Rob Kelly, I'm not sure, but then... They've still got two running backs. They need a wide out. That's definite. They've got Josh Doxon, but Terrell Pryor was only one year. I'm not sure they're going to bring him back. Funnily enough, my college tutor is a Redskin fans, and he said that he doesn't think they're going to bring Terrell Pryor back, which I think might open the door for Terrell Pryor to go back to Browns, which would be really interesting now with uh, Gordon there. Ah, yeah. I think then they definitely need to draft a wide out and maybe a pass rusher. Who else? I think the Raiders will fail dramatically. Oh, I've just got this funny feeling that everyone was bigging them up, especially if Crabtree leaves. They've only got Amari Cooper and he's first round talent, but hasn't obviously popped off in the last three years. Yeah, yeah, maybe the Titans, but then they've they've got weapons if they choose to go with Henry as their starting running back. Mariota could have a really good season. Corey Davis was their exciting rookie wideout this year, but he didn't have a great year. Second year tends to be... I think I heard a stat that over the last three years, performance-wise, running backs of the draft have always performed better than wideouts coming on in their rookie years. So I think it takes a few more years for wideouts to get acclimatised with the league and with their quarterbacks and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, if the Broncos do end up getting cousins... Well, you could argue a few sides if they got their act together. The Colts, they've got potential to do something. Absolutely. Uh, Giants with OBJ is always a chance. Yeah. But it's this argument which we're kind of going to get to. It's at the bottom of the list, but it probably should have been at the top. Jimmy G. Now, San Francisco could go all the way. <laughs> but as we have seen, committing you know a humongous you know, £137.5 million contract. Cash. Cash. <laughs> That's a lot in cash. No, but um, but to commit that percentage of your salary cap on one guy, surely do the team is going to weaken you. Do we surely. know what that is though, percentage wise of their salary cap? Uh, do you have that in front no, of you? I don't. Uh, you can look it up if you want. Okay. But the, the keep talking then. Well, we know they had, they had some cap space because we talked yeah. about that last week. But it's this whole thing about like Brady doesn't. Brady's not even in the top ten. Well, uh, yeah, but that's because he takes. I know, we must take a massive amount in endorsements and elsewhere. So, from NinersNation.com, it says here that the 49ers have got over £56 million to roll over to 2018. So, how though? Because surely if they had that kind of space and they didn't have the greatest team, they must have recognised that uh, they could have done some more in the last off-season. Yeah, well, don't forget, it was the first time that they... They had a new head coach in there last year. Kyle Shanahan went in. I think they they did well in the draft. They got some good defensive pieces in the draft. Obviously, picking up Jimmy Garoppolo mid-season provides a massive bonus to this year's draft. So, yeah, that's a lot of money. Well, if you think, even if they're rolling that £56 million over in salary cap, that's over a third of Jimmy G's money there. So they haven't even got to worry about... Yeah, I suppose that's fair enough, yeah. No, I just wondered about the you know the whole balance of the side. It's all well and good having a few very highly paid players. Even if they are exceptional, but if the rest of the team's rubbish, you still don't want to get anywhere because it's such a big team game. Yeah. So Pierre Garçon's taking nine million. Solomon Thomas is on six. Carl Juszczyk's four and a half. I mean, Marquise Goodwin, two point seven five million a year. That's you think how good he was this year? Yeah. And that was only half the year with Jimmy G. Yeah. Their cook, their kicker's on two and point two. 
I mean, Fair they enough. haven't got many that are on, apart from Jimmy Ward, their free safety, and Joe Staley, their left tackle, they're on over 7 million. Pierre Garçons, he's on a lot of money, 9.2 million, that's 5%. So, percentage-wise, Jimmy G takes up 22% of their cap, well, nearly 23% of their cap, yep. which is quite a lot. But then when you think their next highest player, paid player, sorry, Pierre Garçon, is on 9.2 million a year, and that's 5%. Yep. Fair enough. be interesting to see what they do in the draft. I mean... Their def- once Garoppolo turned up, their defense played much better. Yeah, uh, they definitely need a pass rusher. They need somebody who can trouble opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, pretty good chance of getting one of them in the draft, considering they now don't need to chase a quarterback. They yeah, don't. So everyone else above them is going to be going. Yeah, exactly that. And I think I think they could, like you say, Andy, they could be ones they to could watch. Literally end up with the first pick of the defensive players. Yeah. <laughs> So that's not a bad place to be. No. Not a bad position not, to be at all. Not at all. It's we, funny how it takes us down these little avenues. Yeah, we just mentioned in that, we mentioned the Broncos. Yeah, we uh, the Broncos. You were saying earlier about having to maybe cut some players in order to... There's a, a couple of things knocking about. They might have to... If they do take uh, Cousins, that it's going to come down to losing either Sanders or Thomas. Right. One of them will have to be cut. Which is a shame. I think Thomas would probably stay. Yeah, he's probably the better of the two. It's interesting. I've seen that Aqib Talib could be cut as well. I've got a list somewhere. Do you want the list of everyone? Yeah, if you've got it. Just on a side note, uh, Malcolm Butler, cornerback for the Patriots, didn't play Uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. He did not look happy about that. I would think it might be a good move for the Broncos to go after him, possibly to replace Talib, should he leave. He is a top quality cornerback. Uh, Absolutely. I'm not sure on cap size and stuff. That website we were just on was actually quite good. Yeah, it was, yeah. All right, so I retweeted this on our page last uh, two days ago. Right. Uh, and this is the list of wide receivers who might get cut or traded for salary cap purposes, freeing up, you know, making room for other players. From, right. Okay? Yeah. So if you were, say you were at the 49ers, yep. okay, Jordy Nelson, Brandon Marshall, Alan Hearns, Michael Crabtree. These are wideouts that are available. Yeah. It could become available, yeah. Right. Jeremy Macklin, Randall Cobb, Tevin Austin, Des Bryant, Sanders and Thomas, Travis Benjamin, Kelvin Benjamin, Dwayne Harris, Tory Smith and Jarius Wright. Well, funny, Crabtree, I think Crabtree used to play for the 49ers. <laughs> and he's not a long route, route runner. He's an underneath sort of guy, yeah. short catches. They've got a burner in Marquise Goodwin. Pierre Garçon's pretty quick. Yeah. Have someone like Crabtree coming on the underneath would be... Another option, yeah. yeah. Or a- even harder to pick what yeah. they're going to do. Yeah. Or even A-Rob, you know, Alan Robinson. He's yeah. had a, he was injured first game of the season with the Jags. We've seen the Jags have got some pretty good young wide receivers up and coming. Will they cut him for the cap space? Especially if they end up cutting old... Blake the Snake, if they cut him and Robinson, they've got quite a lot of cap space then to you know, possibly even go for Kirk Cousins or someone like that. So it'd be interesting yeah. Yeah, as a Broncos fan. I hope they don't cut either of those wideouts. But Benny Fowler the third looks pretty good as a sort of backup to Sanders. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Cousins. Just aforementioned. Aforementioned Cousins, yeah. Uh, they don't want to let him go for nothing. I'll tell you that for free. They yeah. want to fr- a little franchise tag him. They do. And then trade him for value. Yeah. Not sure how much that would work cap-wise, because to franchise tag him would be a lot of money, I presume, for the year. In excess it's already of... been done once already, not Twice. 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 Yeah. So then that's... We can have a quick look here if you want. Yeah, yeah. let's pull that, this magical new website we just found. Yeah, spottrack.com. Pretty good. 
Washington Redskins current contracts. So, so it'll cost them twenty five point six million, according to this, just to just to keep him on board. Ouch. Yeah, they've got thirty one million in estimated cap space. Huh? So they'll only leave themselves with six million in order to. But then, if they trade for that player, Cousins' cap then obviously goes to another team, and that player comes in. So if they were to trade him for someone with the value of that, maybe. Oh, I see. Yeah, so they would. The other team would have to pay Cousins that contract for this year. Yeah, Josh Norman, five-year deal, fifteen million a year. Mad. Quick look at the Redskins here. Look how much. Sorry, guys, we're taking a massive tangent, but they're top oh, one, two, three, four, five, ten. Wow. If we halfway down. Yeah, so then Colt McCoy, their three-year quarterback rookie, was projected to be the next big thing. He's never really got out of Kirk Cousins' shadow. Yep. He's under contract till 2019, but after that, everybody above him and pretty much below him <laughs> is contracted to at least 2020. So they're set for two years, basically. Yeah. Obviously, when 2020 and 2021 rolls around, could be a shake-up. They don't want pay rises. <laughs> Something's going to have to give there. Yeah. There's a lot of noughts on those contracts we've just seen. There's noughts everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure. Should they do it and leave themselves six million in cap space? Who knows? Oh, it's not for me to say, really. I, I suppose th- they're trying to protect their investment, aren't they? They don't want to feel like they've give it up for nothing. But, no. you know, they've brought in Smith. They've made their choice now. Interestingly, they could, in order for cap space cut, they could franchise tag him, then trade him for one of the Broncos wideouts giving the Broncos a quarterback. The Broncos then lose the cap space for their wideout being replaced by Kirk Cousins. And then they might have enough then to wiggle about the cap space room and not have to worry. Yeah, maybe. If they can agree on something. Which, yeah. Which uh, they don't seem to be... They seem to be struggling with that at the moment. Yeah, not a bad. There we go. What's next? Well, that's it for the long list of stuff I had. Right. I've got some bits for Rookie Corner. Go on then. Let's do a quick Rookie... Well, anyway, we are currently half an hour in. Half an hour in. So, we were this week, guys, going to do our first player review on the Fantasy Breakdown. And that was quarterbacks. But we've got about three and a half pages of write-up to read out. So, maybe next week we'll have a quick news section and just smash straight into that. Because there's no games to get into or anything like that. And then we'll see how we go from there. So, if you you tuned in, listen, waiting for the quarterbacks, come back next week. We'd appreciate (laughs) it. Well... I've got a couple of questions for Rookie Corner this week. Go on then. I'll try. Nah, it's, it'd be fine. I'm sure you'd be fine. So, why do you see some players kneel in their own end zone when they've caught the ball following a kickoff? Touchback. A touchback. A touchback. So... What is the benefit of doing that? A touchback means you start from your own 25. I think it used to be the 20 or the 30. The 30, I think. And they moved it back to the 25. Doing so, first of all, ensures you start on the 25. Because should you take decide to try and run it and get brought down on the 15, you've lost 10 yards. Um, I think it all depends on where the ball's kicked, how your blocking looks. Because obviously if you look up and the opposition are hurtling towards you and you're in the end zone, you're going to want to take a knee and just start on the 25. And it also means, especially in close games where a turnover could kill your chances of winning, if you take the knee in the end zone they can't force a fumble on a big hit or anything yeah. like that or you can't fumble the ball so players tend to catch the ball okay. and kneel down and ensure well, they start on the 25 well that leads me nicely to my second question okay. uh, can you call a fair catch from any position on the field yes you can but with that exact same 
purpose. You don't want to lose the ball. <laughs> yeah, but with a fair catch, if you call a fair catch and fumble it, the ball becomes active. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I mean, if I've got a couple of guys herring down onto me and I'm waiting to catch the football, I'm not going to want to be hit as soon as I've caught it. Uh, so I'm going to swing my hand in the windmill yeah. motion and take a fair catch. Uh, okay, uh, looking at the draft, uh, <laughs> how do teams choose which young players to select? <laughs> wow, <laughs> I have no idea. I presume to start with, it goes on how the coach likes to play his football. There is a definite word for that, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, like the West Coast offense or balanced offense, that sort of thing. If yeah. they'll fit into that system, depending on what they played in college. I guess it also depends. Like if you've got two wideouts, you've got a short, fast guy and a gangly long guy who can reach <laughs> over the top, but you haven't got someone who's got safe hands and come underneath and make you five, ten yards. You're going to want to. I think it is all scheme dependent. That's the word I was looking for. And who's going to fit in with your with what you've already got? Because at the end of the day, you don't sign someone for the team to work around you, them. that They have to fit into the team. I presume that is how you choose. So, looking back a couple of weeks ago, we had the thing about, uh, was it Barkley tweeting, get me to Miami? No, Mayfield. Mayfield, right. So, he has no choice. No, no. He doesn't have a, he no, doesn't no, no. get a say if, in it at if, all. If the Browns turn around first pick and say, we want Baker Mayfield, then that's it. he's going there. Whether he likes it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether he can actually turn it down, but to turn down a contract might mean that you don't play in the NFL. I'm not sure it's quite as simple as saying no, 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 uh, until right. you get picked. Until, or until you get the team you want Yeah, in your home state or whatever. Yeah. There was a big thing last year with Miles Garrett, who went number one defensive end for the Browns. He came from Texas A&M and wanted to play for Dallas in Texas. Um, and he was just begging them to move up and take him as the number one but obviously they didn't want to so he ended up at the Browns had a pretty good rookie season was a bit injured but everybody's always going to have your favourite team I mean if you're a native of a state and you've played your high school college football there yeah, you, of course you're going to want to stay and play your NFL careers rather than the upheaval of especially as a youngster like 2021 you've then got to move 5,000 miles across maybe yeah yeah there we go oh, was that was it that was your that rookie, was corner. My rookie corner yeah let's see what else we've got here on Oh, some sad news. The Colts linebacker, Edwin Jackson, ac- well, accidentally, he died in a traffic accident, unfortunately, in this past week. So our thoughts go out to his family. Big loss for the Colts. Any player getting killed in a car accident's not great. So our thoughts, yeah, terrible go, news. Our thoughts go out to your family. Favourite team of the year? Who Who did you, obviously, this is your first year looking at the NFL as a whole. Yeah. Who? I'm really missing it. Yeah, I know. It, Sunday tomorrow, I've got nothing to watch. <laughs> I'm not going to do. Yeah. I might have to watch All or Nothing again. Watch them both. Yeah. So who, obviously you took a shine to the Packers this year, we know. Early on, Packers, until uh, Rodgers got injured and they were rubbish. Uh, absolutely <laughs> rubbish. You can't be a plastic fan, you have to support through. Oh God, it was a real struggle towards the end. <laughs> it limped home. Um, one of the sides I enjoyed watching, to be honest, most of the Jags games were pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, win or lose. Uh, second half of the season, uh, once Jimmy G turned up, I know I've talked about this before, but <laughs> they just like watching just like another team has yeah. turned up. I was so surprised how yeah. much of a difference one player can make. Crazy fanboy over there. Yeah. And oh, and the Rams as well. Yeah, the Rams are a good watch. But they're also good to watch defensively. 
they're the only team that's really caught my eye. It's like quite a such, such an aggressive. I suppose having Donald there leading by example. Yeah, I suppose they're like the old Legion of Boom. Like they were really exciting to watch a few years yeah. back. I tell you, I quite like watching the Jets this year when Josh McCowan was playing with Robbie Anderson, Jermaine Curse, like the middle of the season. They just marched up the field and scored on people. Just sort of ran out of steam going into yeah. the fourth most game. Saints a bit like that as well. To be fair, very yeah. good going forward. Slightly yeah. shaky defensively, but their defense is much improved this year than years gone by. Yeah, especially with Lattimore now in the backfield. I admit, there's a few sides I'm yet to sort of have a proper close look at and try and understand what they're all about. Like who? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, to some extent, the the Bills and the Titans. I like to know like the Texans until. Uh, Watson. Watson got injured. They're such an exciting side to watch again going forward. Yeah, I and did. again defensively they weren't that great, which means well, yeah, so many points scored in their games. They so. lost their two best defensive players early, JJ Watt. Yeah, and Whitney Merciless. They both <laughs> went out injured. I mean, is that his real name? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, defender called Merciless. Um, but you think they've got one of the best defenses in the league, with especially when JJ Watt's fit. I mean, if he plays a whole season, he's defensive player of the year. As good as Aaron Donald is, he's better, I think. Merciless, Jadavian Clowney is a pretty good rusher as well. I'm not sure on who they've got a cornerback and safety. I'd have to look that up. But they've they've got pieces. And you think if they can make one or two stops a game, if they've got the boys on the other side of the field with Watson, Nuke, Will Fuller even becoming relevant with Watson, they can just travel up the field, score at will. Then the defence is only going to make one or two plays and they've suddenly got a two-to-play game. So I've just remembered what I missed from the news. On. Watson took his first steps on a running machine yesterday. Yeah, I did see that on that, his way back. It's big news. Yeah, it'd be interesting if he gets back in time for training camp. He has a whole training camp as his, as quarterback yeah. one because remember he didn't start the season. Yeah, he started the second half of the first game, which yeah. is but he wouldn't have been quarterback one in training camp if he gets a whole camp under his belt with Nuke Fuller. Uh, I'm not sure whether they'll keep Lamar Miller or not. They're running back, but it, I think it will be. Really interesting to see what happens week one. So, what do you think the Texans will do in the draft? They might go running back. They might also go cornerback. Say how? What pick have they got in the middle somewhere? Aren't they? So they're not going to get yeah first dibs on anything, are they? No. I mean, let's just have a little quick look here. See who they've got. JJ Watts, their most expensive player. Got Brian Cushing. Their first safety is Andre Howe. Cornerback Kevin Johnson. He's on. Fairly good money. Uh, Deshaun Watson's only on three million a year on a four-year deal. Uh, Lamar Miller, he's on six million a year. That's when's that up? Two thousand twenty. Whether they keep him or not, not sure. Maybe they'll get a cornerback or a safety in the draft. They could. I think that's where they need to. Um, their offensive line's pretty good. Defensively line, I'm not sure. Yeah, running back, maybe safety. Um, there's probably mock drafts out there already saying what they're going to take. Yeah, but. I don't have that in front of me. Okay. Well, shall we do our own mock draft then? Yeah, we could are do. We, are we, uh, we yeah. feeling it? All right. Let me drag it up. Right. Here we go. We're gonna gonna do a real early mock draft. No rookies, just for uh, the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. So we'll base it on our league, shall we? On eighteen PPR. Yep. This year we have increased the. Number. So we've got three running backs this year from two. We've also got three wideouts. Two. One tight end. We're going to have two flexes to make it even more interesting. Uh, not a super flex because don't need to play in two quarterbacks because that gets silly. 
and an eight. Team. That's a bit much for what we're doing here. Yeah, and you eight people on the bench. bench. You don't need eight not, bench. Not for this. Not for a mock. Surely right. not. Alright, we'll go four just for the mock. Yeah. Uh, we're going to randomise the draft position right now. Is there two players in this, or are we just doing one we'll team? We'll just do one together. No, I don't think it. we can... Okay. And we've been drafted seventh of eight. Awesome. Which is where I drafted last year. <laughs> well, you done alright So, here we go. Run through the board. So, first off the board... Bell went, then Gurley, then Brown, then Kamara, Johnson, Elliot. So we've pretty much got a pick of any wide out we want. Should we take Nuke? Yeah. We'll take Nuke and then either Julio, Thomas or Beckham will return to us. And we can just stack up wide outs. Yeah. Uh, so we took Nuke at seven. Jones went. Jones then For went. That. Sorry. <coughs> Where did that come from? you got AJ. Uh, Michael Thomas. So you'd rather take Thomas over Beckham? No. Take Beckham. You want to take? I'll take Beckham. You want, all right? Well, we'll take Beckham then. <laughs> so we need. We definitely have to go running back next. Yeah. Because they're all going. Uh, well, Gronk's there. Gronk's there, but we don't want him. So running backs available. We can take uh, Run CMC, Shady, Derek Henry, Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon, Carlos Hyde. We're gonna have to take two here. Yeah. Okay. So. Do you think? If I was gonna take any of them, there. I think it's a little curveball. I'd go Shady. Yeah. What and hope? Hope someone comes back to us. Not, I don't know why. So this I, is PPR. That Hyde is calling me, but I don't know why. Fair enough. But they got but so not for the first one though. We go shady so now. McCaff- okay, so we'll go shady. We we're, ta- we're taking shady here. Where is he there? Jordy just went, and Amari Cooper just went. So we've basically got any of the running backs that were just available. We've still got. I would be inclined. It's PPR, remember? Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey is a catch monster. Yeah. I would be inclined to go McCaffrey as our RB two. So McCaffrey, we've just drafted McCaffrey. Gronk's gone, Thielen's gone, Hill's gone, Til- T.Y. Hilton. So we've now got... Oh, OK. So we're on the turn again. There hasn't been, A quarterback hasn't gone off the board yet. Wow. And this is round five. Bearing in mind, we now need three running backs and three wide outs. Uh, that's probably why. Then. So we can take another positional player here and go quarterback again if you want. Or we can go late round court- quarterback. It's up to you. No, I think we should... No, I don't know. Actually, this is a. Uh, I don't. Uh, if it was me, I wouldn't take. You don't want to take a quarterback yet, or a tight end. You take a tight end now. We could take a tight end now. Um, Ertz and Travis Kelsey are still there. If Ertz is there, I think we should probably take him. Um, Stefan Diggs is available. So is Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, that's not bad. We could take Jeffrey. So we could take we could take Diggs because I think he'll go. That's the thing. I uh, think yeah, if we yeah. take Diggs, we've only got two picks. Jeffrey might still be there. Okay, come on then. So I think Diggs Diggs has gone. Okay, so okay. Jay Ajayi. Oh, Jay Ajayi went first of the sixth. That's late. That is really late. Where did he even come from? Wow, there. Uh, he's gone down there. Okay, so well, you you're cool. If you want it, we've Zach Ertz, Thomas is still available. Aaron Rodgers is still available. Kelsey's available. Do you want to take... Should we take Zach Ertz? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> Rodgers is gone. Right. So's Jeffrey. Hyde's gone. Rudolph. So Mixon's there. Cam Newton. It's oh, too early to take a quarterback. You reckon? Yeah. Brady and Watson are still there. But I think it's still Draft too early. and Watson's brave. Yeah, it if is. you don't know. I was just trying to see who if we can find our roster. So, it's at the bottom. It's at the very bottom of the page. What we've already got. I keep going. Oh. Well, it's not. It's not it there. It is on my phone. When I do it on my phone, it's there. Yeah, I think because we're. Oh, oh there, 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 there it, is. it is. So we need another running back. We need a starting running back here. Yeah, Mixon. 
So the choices are... See, Dion Lewis is still there. Yeah? I've, I've taken him in, in a couple of months. But so is Chris Thompson. Yeah. Will Chris Thompson... You know, Alex Smith likes the past, you know, with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. We could take Chris Thompson. He's a PPR machine. We're taking we're taking Chris Thompson. This could be a... Everyone says to take Joe Mixon, but we've taken Chris Thompson. Brady's just gone, and Jarek McKinnon went as well. Jarek McKinnon is a poor choice, because Dalvin Cook, he's the main man in Minnesota. Yeah. Now, Watson is still there. We currently need two flexes. Marvin, Marvin Jones is available. Now, he, in his last two years, he's been top yards per completion in the NFL. And Matty Stafford doesn't seem to be getting any worse in his completion attempts, totals, yardage, that sort of thing. No one seems to want to take... Bearing in mind, this we've now got 14 picks between our next. So this is for our first flex position. You're not going to take a quarterback now? No. It's, you still think it's I think there's too much value. Yeah, I think There's enough good quarterbacks there. Yeah, there is. Even if everyone takes... Yeah, we'll still get a good one. Okay. Marvin Jones, Jameson Crowder, Corey Davis, Pierre Garçon. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are there, but they might still be there when we come back. Will Fuller's there. He could be a late steal, depending on how late he goes. Aguilar. Aguilar's still there. Yeah, he's there. 42. Yeah. So, I think we need to go running back here. There's a good good level of like yeah. tier three wide receivers still out there. I'm worried about taking Dion Lewis. Tim Coleman? No, because he's back up. Uh, yeah, Miller's the same, isn't he? He's in the same boat, isn't he? Uh, Lamar Miller, he's the running back at Houston, but it just depends on what they do in the draft. Whereas Joe Mixon, I don't think Hill's going to be there next year, which means it's a two-headed beast instead of a three. I think we should go Joe Mixon. Hold on. And then, so we've taken Mixon as our first flex. Quarterbacks are starting to go. Watson is still there. I think we should go wide out here. Go on, then. I think we should go wide oh. out. Uh, Robert Woods is gone. Cooper Cup's there. He was pretty good for me this year. Aguilar's still there. Yeah. Do you want to take him? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Do we take Jeffrey? Oh, we might have No. No, we didn't. No, should, do you, should we take yeah. Aguilar then? <laughs> kind of. Right. Let's Right, we've taken Aguilar and Watson is still there. We're now we're now in 10. We're in round 10 and we've essentially got a starting lineup. This isn't the way I... I would draft my quarterback late and then pick up a streamer. But the fact that Watson is still there, quick look at people left... Wide Jeff outs. Goff's there still, quarterback. Go on. Will Fuller's still there. Marquise Goodwin's still there. Well, this is because we're only 18, aren't we? As well. Yeah. But then, obviously, there's three wide outs needed and an extra flex. So, James Crowder, he could be good with Smith. We're getting into the point now where we need to, like, it's a bit of a gamble. Running backs. Uh, Lamar Miller is still there. CJ Anderson, Denver's lead running back, is still there. Samar J.P. Ryan could be the lead back at Washington still there. Ty Montgomery. <laughs> now, he's probably not going to be the lead running back, but he's definitely going to be, I think, catch-worthy, you know? Okay. But what do you want to do? You want to go quarterback or... Do you no, to... we'll, go, we'll go running back. Okay. Why don't we take Miller? All right, we'll take Lamar Miller. Okay, there we go. Sammy Watkins. Garcon. Quarterbacks are starting <laughs> to go now. Yeah, Garcon's just gone. We could have taken him. <laughs> Watson's still there. So it's 11. It's round 11. We've already got a running back on our bench. Marlon Mack of the Colts. He could be a good pick-up if Frank Gore doesn't play much. Bearing in mind, we get a pick. I think we should go... Let's quick look at the wideouts. Will Fuller's still there. Yeah. We're going to get two picks together, aren't we? Yeah, we're on the turn. I think we should go Fuller. All right, now I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go Fuller. Fuller. <laughs> because he could be a bust. Crowder's gone. 
Kelvin Benjamin's gone. Watson is still there, and so's Marlon Mack. Do you want to go Marlon Mack? I don't really know how how well he's played. To he's really good. I don't know if there's a Forte, Gillespie. Marquise Goodwin's there. <laughs> yeah, you could take him. You could good. definitely take him. All right, take him, Marquise Goodwin. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. <sighs> Just a late rounder. Jack Doyle's gone. Now Watson is still there. <laughs> and Cousins. Yeah, so quarterback. Watson... Watson, Cousins, Stafford, Big Ben, Goff, Prescott, Garoppolo, Phil Rivers. Oh, it's got to be Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know who I'll choose if you I get want, a chance. You yeah. want Jimmy, don't you? Yeah, I do want Jimmy. All right, well, so we've got a tight end. We've got one more bench spot. So Probably better to have another tight end, isn't it? Not, no. No? We can stream in. No, I suppose. So we've got two wideouts and a ru- So we need to go running back here, I think. Go on, then. You Ty? Yeah, let's take Ty Montgomery. Who else is there? Frank Gore. He, well, we've got his counterpart Danny Woodhead Kenneth Dixon Mike Davis pretty much everyone here is now Terry Cohen yeah he, but he's Jordan Howard's handcuff yeah. okay Whereas t- let's take time Montgomery on a Go win on, Let, we've got to take Watson here because our bench is now full and we're not going to take a kicker or a DST above no so somehow Watson well it's up to you we can take Watson yeah, yeah, or Cousins yeah. or your boy Jimmy G <laughs> no, go, go with Watson way uh Runs about. we pick up more points probably in the season. Oh, the DSTs have just started going. So the DSTs available to us are Kansas, Philly. Chargers and Rams. Yeah. Rams to be proud last year and have the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, but Philly was pretty good. Yeah, got them all the way. So why are 50% of experts saying pick Kansas? Because their defense is normally pretty good, but it was not great the year just gone. the Jags gone? The Jags have just gone, yeah. The Jags meant four ago. Yeah. Go with the Rams then. Okay. What do I know? So we're just left with a kicker. Now we've Oh, got... take Greg. You've got to take Greg the leg. Legend. <laughs> Justin Tucker's there though. Oh, go on in, take Justin Tucker. No, no, it's fine. Is he, he's not better than Greg the leg. <laughs> That's debatable. So we've taken Greg. We've taken the leg. So our draft grade is C+. That doesn't mean anything, guys. If you do a mock draft, don't worry about the draft grade because basically that's done on last year's scores and we're drafting for next year, so, you know. So, quick run through of our starting lineup. We've got Watson at quarterback, then our running backs are Shady, Christian McCaffrey, and Chris Thompson. Uh, Wideouts, we've got Nuke, Beckham, and Diggs, which is fairly stacked. Managed to get tight end, Zach Ertz. Then we've got Mixon and Aguilar in our flex. Rams as our DST, Greg Deleg as our kicker. And then our bench currently consists of Lamar Miller, Will Fuller, Marquise Goodwin and Ty Montgomery. I've just noticed that if we were to play Will Fuller and Nuke, we've also got Deshaun Watson. Maybe if Fuller has a good first week, we can move him on a trade, Yeah, possibly. I quite like, if we, depending on how many teams we have next year mm-hmm. in our league, I quite like that lineup. Maybe with another two, three spots on the bench, but... Three running backs, three wide receivers, two flexes. I like that as a, as just, a game. It stretches the players out. You yeah. Know, and like, your potential for trading. And yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. I mean, we only had eight. We had an eight-team league last year with three wide outs, two running backs, one flex. And there was just there was too much quality available to stream each week. Well, I managed to go from like last to first in three weeks or something. Yeah. Crazy. Because of the tr- trading and picking up the waiver wire was so important. Well, so easy really for our league in a way. It wasn't so hard to find a gem when not everyone could put enough good players on the bench. So. We've come out fourth, fourth out of eight, middle of the pack. Pretty happy with that. What do the top side get in the players? 
what, what made them? Uh, let's see? see. Team rosters: Green Eggs and Cam, oh. Drew Brees, Bell, Kareem Hunt, Dion Lewis, AJ Green, Doug Baldwin, Des Bryant. That's pretty good. Greg Olson, Crabtree, Parker, Jags, Military. <laughs> then they got Rudolph Riddick, Mark, Demarco Murray, and Isaiah Corral. Now, yeah, their starting lineup is good, but their bench is weak. Yeah, I like that. You got to catch them all. Wilson, Gurley. Gordon, Collins, and then T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry, Ocean Jeffrey, Jack Doyle, Josh Gordon, and then Cooper, Cooper Cup, yeah, and the Vikings D. That's my favourite. Yeah. That's pretty good. As good as ours is. The next side's pretty good as well. Obviously, dependent on Andrew Luck, but with Luck, Ingram, Kenyon Drake, Derek Henry, Antonio Brown, Tariq Hill, Josh Doxson, uh, Travis Kelsey, Evan Ingram, Eric Ebron. Well, they've got three tight ends. <laughs> that's, that's your team there. That's, that's me. <coughs> Sorry. Ravens. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, so... It can be done, folks. That is probably the first mock draft you've heard all season. Uh, I know it's it's the second one I've done because we did one earlier in the week. Bit of fun with it, but without the rookies and stuff and players moving about, who knows? But yeah, do yours and send them in. We'll yeah, have a look. Be interesting. We'll uh, take a screenshot of that and post it on our pages and see what happens. Why not? Um, see what the good people of the interweb have to say on it. Yeah, I imagine there'll be quite a lot of slang thrown around for trash talking our terrible lineup. But come at us, bro. Sorry, we didn't get around to the quarterback rankings this week. Sparky had quite a lot of news on his pad to get through, so we thought but, we'd ramble through that. Then I might have been ill, but I've been busy. That's it. He kept hustling for the badge. <laughs> Well, that's the truth. So, yeah, next week, quarterback rankings. Don't forget to give us a little five-star like on Please. podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean. Yeah, find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. At Five Yard Rush. Just get involved, send us a message, comment on our posts or whatever. We're pretty quick to respond. Cause, yeah, because we have nothing better to do. Yeah, and football is rapidly becoming my life. And now we don't have anything else to do. Yeah, so Sundays are dead to me. What did we say? 204 <laughs> days to go or something? I can quickly check that. Oh. Just, oh, I'm not sure I can now, actually. No, it's gone. And on that disappointment... Until next week, guys. It's time to end the show. Thanks very much for listening. Keep rushing. Peace. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.